بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته welcome once again to the fiqh program and last week we had commenced and concluded with the masbuk salah and all the different uh, masail with regard to masbuk that how a person should read a salah if he is late and missed rakat obviously this refers to the men who read salah in the masjid with jama'ah so with regard to that and uh, how to join the salah and if a person perhaps has joined must one, two or three rakats depending on what salah it is, how to go about uh, performing the salah once the imam has made the salam. In today's lesson we do the qada salah, any salah performed in its time is called ada salah. So a salah that is performed in its time, for example it is now maghrib time, Maghrib time has set in and I have read Maghrib time during this period, then it will be understood to have been Ada. That is that I read the Maghrib Salah in its time and it was Ada. Now when a Fard and Wajib Salah performed after its time has expired, this is referred to as Qada Salah. What we call people normally refer to it as Qaza, Qaza. But it's actually Qada Salah. But generally we've now... Uh, become accustomed to the term qaza. So uh, remember that there is no qaza for any sunnah salah. If a person has missed out sunnah uh, and the time of that salah has passed, then there is no qaza for that sunnah salah. Qaza will only be for fard and wajib salah. So wajib salah we know in the day is our three rakats of witr wajib that we read after the isha salah. So if this is must out, there will be qaza for this, meaning that it will have to be read, but it will not be considered to be in its time any longer, but this salah has become qaza. Now when a salah becomes qaza, then remember that the reward will never be the same as far as uh, that salah is concerned, as opposed to if it had been read in its ada time, in its normal time. First of all, there is a sin in delaying salah unnecessarily. So for that a person should make tawbah and istighfar, beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, that oh Allah forgive us for any type of uh, wrong on our part. And with regard to that, a person should read the qaza. So it's like for example, a person owes another person money, then you ask the person for maaf also, and you have to give the money back also. So by making istighfar and tawbah, it doesn't mean that we don't have to read that salah. That salah will still need to be performed. For a person, for example, a person didn't pay zakat for 10 years and then he makes, he makes istighfar and tawbah, Allah Ta'ala will forgive him for the sin of delaying his zakat, inshallah. But the zakat is still farz on him. He still has to pay the zakat for the 10 years. It not, doesn't mean that now because he made tawbah and istighfar, he doesn't need to pay the zakat. Similarly with the salah, Allah Ta'ala will forgive us for the wrong of delaying the salah, however, the salah itself must be performed. Even though, even though it, is, it is not in its ada time, its normal time, it is in its qaza time, that means it is now expired and it is being performed, but then too it needs to be performed. To delay any fard, wajib, or sunnah mu'akkara salah intentionally and cause them to become qaza is very sinful, as we have discussed. It is compulsory upon every Muslim to perform the must number of fard and wajib salah since the time one has become balik. 
So now, this is an important point as well. That w- from when do we calculate that salah has become wajib upon us or, or compulsory upon us? From the time that we have reached the age of puberty. So, a lot of the time, many of us only come to understand the importance of salah at a later stage. Or we only get the tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to read salah maybe once we're 23, 24, we're more mature. But what about the salah of the six, seven, eight years that preceded that time? There were salahs perhaps we would read only Maghrib salah or we would read Asr salah depending on what situation was in front of us. But generally a lot of us maybe never read all five salahs. So this is a very, very important point that from when do we now calculate more or less uh, how many namazes we have qaza on our heads. So a person calculated, look, you know what, I became baligh at the age of 14. I reached the age of puberty from the age of 14. From the age of 14 to 21, if I take 365 times 5, uh, then that's the amount for one year of salah. So let's call it 1,500 uh, or closer to 2,000 salahs per year. Now you take 2,000 salahs in a year and you times it by seven years, you've got 14,000 qaza salahs on your head. And that's only for salah must in a seven or eight year period uh, till you got the tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala person matured and now has understood the importance of salah. And as far as the shariat is concerned, once a person reaches the age of puberty, he is now answerable and salah becomes compulsory upon him. Whether we feel that he is mature or not mature, Allah Ta'ala feels that he is mature, he should be mature enough to read his salah, and all the other obligations of deen become incumbent upon him. So for this reason, a person should try and first of all inculcate within us the ability to read all our salahs on his time, number one. More importantly, great service we can do for our children, that our children don't sit with us on their heads, uh, at a later stage in their lives that they're sitting with 15, 20, 30, 40,000 salahs that they have to read simply because they didn't understand or weren't taught or it wasn't emphasized upon that salah should not be missed. Now imagine how lucky is a person who from the age of puberty has not missed a single salah. Uh, maybe not with jamaat, but a person has read every salah, maybe one or two salahs here and they became qaza, but they read it. So they've got no qaza on their head, meaning that they are clear, 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 clear. There's no backlog that they have to worry about. Um, just the day-to-day salahs that they have to worry about. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq of reading our salahs on time and may give us the ability to ensure that our families, our children, um, all are particular. We can inculcate within them the ability to be particular with regard to their salah. Or we can give them this notion of lexidaisical, you know, in, uh, nature and in, 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 in the approach towards salah that, look, you know what, I mean, if it's convenient, you read salah. If it's not convenient, don't worry. If that is going to be the attitude with regard to salah, then we can only imagine in time what type of backlog and what type now of uh, headache they're going to have with regard to to reading all these salahs that they have must. 
So we, it's something that's very, very important and something that we have to stress upon our children. And they'll only thank us later on in life that we sat on their heads and made sure that they read the Salah to an extent where they will appreciate the fact that you were so hard on them with regard to Salah. Remember Nabi Pak mentioned that at the age of seven, you should ensure, you should start training them for Salah and from the age of ten, if they do not read Salah, you may reprimand them in a very, very harsh way. So, this all points towards the fact that Salah is a very, very important aspect of deen. And it should be, everything should be worked around a person's Salah. Not that Salah is fitted, fitted in here or fitted in there. A person's schedule for the day should be built around his Salah. That I read Fajr, after Fajr I will do this, 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 this. this. Then comes my Zohar Salah time. And then once I read my Zohar, I can do this, this. It gives us structure for the whole day. And when the person has structure for the day, and his day is set out and planned out in front of him, then he'll get a whole lot done simply because he has been planning. If a person has no structure in his day, he has no planning and schedule for the day, that this is what I hope to do, I'm going to do A, B, C, D, and E, and I'm going to fit it around my Salah times, then a person will not really get much done. You will find that there will be a lot of procrastination in that person's life because there is no discipline. And, and, and this namaz on its time brings about discipline in a person's life, whether a person likes it or not. Just a simple fact that he knows and he is pardoned with regard to his salah, this will bring certain amount of discipline because he is cognizant of the time. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq to make amal inshallah and let us hope that we can all read our salah on its time and in a way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with us. Jazakumullah khayran. That's all for today. We'll continue again next week. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.